Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz drummer Reggie Quinterly on the 2024 album The Thousandth Scholar. His straight-ahead jazz blend gets an Afro-Caribbean spin on his new album. It's out on January 19th, 2024 on his own Redefinition music label. On his fifth album as a leader, he has an ace quartet including pianist Manuel Valera, bassist Matt Brewer, and percussionist Samuel Torres. We cover this new material the last few years or so and the future ahead. Enjoy. There he is. What's up, man? How you doing? A little bit of everything. I'm good. Lovely. How are you? Everything's great, man. It's great to connect. I love the new album. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. So we caught up in 2021, kind of as the pandemic was still kind of in that middle range. So uh, before we get into the brand new album, The Thousandth Scholar, I want to know, how did you ultimately get through the pandemic and how good does it feel to have new material out? <laughs> that's a great that's a great question i mean listen i i am uh perpetually um in a in a in a season of, of gratitude um since the pandemic after the pandemic every day that i wake up so i i am um you know i count myself extremely blessed to have gotten through that you know collectively and, and me and my my family and my you know my 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 kind of core group of, of of people to to get through it and you know i think maybe this isn't necessarily to your question but i think it's all it's all related to the broad range of it i i think that it's kind of given us all a, a kind of sense of perspective because so many things were impacted um by that you know people's livelihoods you know the ability to go out and play in clubs or or play in venues or or get private parties and all of these things were very much impacted and to now be on the other side of that you know, to to realize what we went through and to a lesser extent still going through now, um, I, I think it's just all really, all really gratitude. And I feel grateful to be able to um, continue to uh, documenting my process because that's really all it is, you know, because I, I'm far from uh, far from over and, and we're really just getting started. Um, so it, it really feels good to once again be in this position um, releasing art into the world, hopefully making it all a better place. So talk to me a little bit about this album. Was this kind of hatched during the pandemic? How did all of this kind of artistically come about? No, not so much. This wasn't hatched during, I have a project that I haven't put out just yet. That was really more in the, 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 the time frame of the, um, of the pandemic. This was kind of like an idea that I'd had for a before the pandemic, you know, so this wasn't, I, I wouldn't say as much um, impacted by the, by the pandemic, but I'm the type of person I have ideas that kind of sit with me for a while. And then certain things kind of take shape. You know, I always knew that I wanted to do something that was a little more percussion based um, in my mind. I had it more as a percussion ensemble but but then along the way, I, I I kind of leaned on a couple of projects that I that I was inspired by, and I was just like, well, what would it look like to do this as a as a quartet? And essentially, this is a percussion project because you know you have piano, which is a percussion instrument, drum set, and then percussion. Um, and, you know, and then we have the the, the string bass. And I told uh, Samuel Torres. I told him that I always wanted him to be doing something. I don't see this project as uh, 
piano trio plus percussion. It's like all together. You know, this song, these songs, you know, these tunes, this sound is is all encompassing. So I was just like, you know, if you if you're not sure what to do, find something to do, create colors, create textures, um, because I wanted that to be ingrained in in these uh and this in these songs and the approach so that that's what he did and i and i you know very much was uh in awe watching him put it all together so what does the thousandth scholar mean what was the meaning behind it how did it take form artistically so the thousand scholar you know in my opinion um it is representative of me trying to basically be a part of this continuum. Um, those musicians and those artists that have continually uh, dedicated themselves to always learning, to always getting better, to always, you know, trying to 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 craft out and and develop and amplify their own voice. That's what it means to be a scholar. And and uh, in my opinion. Um, you know the the number is just is just this this concept of wanting to be one of the ones yeah. you know and that's what i i want to just be one of the ones you know a lot of times we get as artists we we get um sucked into these ideas of poles and and you know one person being above one and these kind of ratings and things like that and and it's really my sincerest uh, aspiration to just be one of the ones you know, one of the ones that have dedicated themselves to always, uh, to always growing and contributing through, um, through whatever uh, artistic means possible. So, what are you hoping the listener gets from this album? I hope that they experience a lot of different emotions. Um, what it means to 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 feel uh, to feel joy, to feel happiness. To feel, um, you know, longing for 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 um, you know someone who is significant to you, you know, it's all all the emotions. I want them to experience all of that, and um, hmm, you know, what would be great if when people listen to this project, they are inspired to create something um, that moves them. You know, if I can create something that when it touches them, they they receive it and they are uh, also inspired to create something that would be a beautiful that would be a beautiful feeling uh, for me. Because, you know, th this world, you know, we need as many uh, beautiful creations uh, as possible. So maybe that might be my my, my small uh, contribution to the mix. So we're closing this year out, going into a new one. What's going on with you with live shows? Anything else on your radar? What's happening? Oh, there's, you know, once again, I'm I'm grateful for all of these opportunities. I'm still performing um, wherever wherever venue will have me. So I'm 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 never stopping with that. You know, there's clubs. You know, we have our our um, the the uh, album release is going to be in March. Um, at Sam First, a wonderful club out here. And then in February, I'm going to be hosting. I'm going to be hosting the third annual um, Jazz at Nas series that's at uh, on the campus of CSUN at uh, the Soraya Theater. And you know we're going to be having some world class artists that are going to be coming through there. 
um, uh, Delphio Marsalis, um, Herb Alpert is going to be there. I mean, it's just, you know, so many different um, experiences. Samara Joy was just there. I'm looking at her because I have the downbeat, uh, you know, right next to me. So is is the for about for the whole month of, of February, there are going to be a bunch of different um, concerts. Uh, Lisa Fisher, um, you know, Matthew Whitaker, uh, Booker T. I mean, it's just going to be all kind of things. And and I have the opportunity of hosting the um, the, uh, the the digital segment of, of that and, you know, creating more music. I mean, this is what this is what I do. And yeah. and and I feel very fortunate and and you know, writing, thinking about conceptualizing the next project. It, it, it never stops. By the time this one comes out, um, and this is really for any artist, but especially for me, by the time this one comes out, I've listened to it so much, you know, and all of the stages from, you know, pre-production and, and when they were just sitting on the paper to just first mixes, rough mixes, getting it mixed, mastered, and, you know, notes and all of that kind of stuff and uh like this raise this up more or less of that by the time it comes out it's just like i've, I've heard it so many times I'm, I'm already on to the next one yeah yeah i know that yeah once i once we take hold and start talking to you you're already in another another realm so absolutely yeah so it's coming out in mid-january if anyone wants to pick it up physically or otherwise where's the best place to go and even find out about shows and what's going on with you yeah yeah well my, my website reggiecornerly.com is the best place um but it, it will be available itunes amazon Bandcamp. uh i am it will not be released on any of the streaming sites it can be purchased directly off of my website um you know there's quite a few people i mean i still buy cds too um so it'll be available there but you can also get it digitally from my website directly from from there and you know that that process has been streamlined as well so yeah right on man reggie it's great to catch up with you wonderful album i've already spun it on the show i usually wait but i've enjoyed it so much it's on this week so it's great to catch up with you have a great 24 man thank you so much Always an honor. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Los Angeles, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Reggie for his cool time and story. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.